0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Double Click Podcast. This week, end of the year, we are double clicking on the idea of rest. Hello, Matt and Justin here with the topic of rest. That's right. That thing that we are all probably very, very bad at. Mm -hmm. Uh, That thing we don't make time for. That thing we know we need until we eventually crash. That's right. So, with that, Justin, you had two great words that you kind of divided rest into. So, I'm
1: going to let you hit on those. Sure, yeah. I think we can look at this topic of rest and basically what you said, Matt. We can. That's just going to bed at night. That's just crashing at the end of the day. And that's what I would categorize as unproductive rest, and while that's productive for our bodies, um, unproductive rest would be just that we get what we can get as far as rest goes. Basically, it's those moments you come home, you fall on the couch, and you crash. Uh, it's really not productive. Productive rest would be intentional and planned rest that helps us meet our goals. So, hey, I need to be up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm going to call it an early night. I'm going to bed at nine o'clock tonight. Or hey, I need a, I've got a busy week ahead and I need to make sure I accomplish this. So I'm going to make sure that I have this pocket of my day planned out that I can come in and kick my feet up or rest or take a mental break yeah. or whatever. So productive rest, intentional planned rest that helps us meet our goals, and unproductive rest, which is just getting what we can and crashing out.
0: And that's why when you, when you say that, the idea of planning to rest, mm. that's a game changer for me. Like mentally, that's a game changer for me because like there's been this really unhealthy pattern that that I've gotten into, and me and my wife have gotten into, to where we'll use the expression as if it's normal for us that hey, I think I'm just crashing. Mm-hmm. Because what'll happen is we'll be sitting there like on a Friday evening, and it'll go from it's the end of a long week. You know, that's like kind of our family night, and then we have Saturday, and then really. Our days are a little bit different because we. I work in the church world. Mm-hmm. Sunday starts my week, but a lot of times well, I'll be at home on a Friday or Thursday night, and suddenly I'll sit down and it's like I'm next level tired. Mm. Like it's not just hey I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep and wake up and be fine. It's like my adrenaline shuts off, yeah. and me and my wife have gotten way too accustomed to just being like oh yeah that's like our every three week crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so it's been really interesting even in this season where. Maybe there's been some forced rest, but still unplanned. Yeah, you know, not that we haven't been busy at home doing things, not that we haven't been stressed at home, but it's just been a lot easier to suddenly shut things down, mm-hmm. a lot easier to crash. And we know, and we physically know that as things are opening back up, um as we're getting our schedules refigured out, as we're putting things back on the plate, maybe even they look different in the season. But we know we kind of missed that season where rest was a little bit easier. Yeah. And it was survival in an unplanned way.
1: Well, and I think, too, you know, COVID and the season that we're coming out of or still in, it forced us into a place of, hey, this is shut down. You can't go out. You got to stay home. So it gave us an excuse to rest. And so I think for a lot of us, a lot of the times when we're resting, we actually feel really guilty For, for like, you know, and then we push ourselves and push ourselves until we get to that crash. And then it's, oh, look at this badge of honor. I'm so exhausted. I've just got to crash on the couch or lay across the bed. And, uh, that's actually not, not very good. You know, we need to be able to look at rest as not as a lazy thing. And I think that's why if we switch it to productive rest, it's intentional rest. It's, Hey, I need to be able to meet this goal or get this thing accomplished. So I'm going to plan for it. Um, and that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things you said that they kind of spoke to me right then was, I think you either plan to rest mm-hmm. or rest happens to you mm-hmm. in the form of that crash, mm-hmm. right? In the form of, like, you keep going and keep going until you physically can't. And you either get sick, you drop, yeah. you all of a sudden feel bad, mm-hmm. and you have to do it. And we have that guilt factor on the other side that, like you said, maybe this season, all of a sudden, we had, a, we had an interrupt in all of our lives right. where we had a reason to sit there and go i don't know what to do yeah so we're just here and it was alarming it was it was it was abrasive but i think one of the biggest things is planning to rest and if we're going to talk about planning to rest i think one of the things we need to define is are there different kinds of resting yeah are there different kinds of it and one of the other words we used was there's there's resting and there's rejuvenating that's right and and when you rest and rejuvenate and try to re-strengthen or try to catch fire again, yeah. when you try to like really stoke the fire within you to keep living the way that you live and 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 dive back into your passions, that's a different kind of rest.
1: Yeah, yeah. If rest as we're talking about uh, is physical. So that's rest in itself. What we had talked about was the absence of doing, um, and it's something that has to happen for our bodies to function, so like you said, if we keep going and going and going, at some point our body is going to say enough, and you're gonna you're just gonna crash. Uh, so rest is the absence of doing rejuvenation. Uh, I really think that can be resting, or you can actually be doing something. So yeah. for us in ministry, we could be serving or. As a musician, I could be spending hours upon hours playing music or writing songs, and that's rejuvenating for my soul. Hmm. That's that's speaking to something deeper. Uh, you've heard of filling your tank, right? Like, that gives me energy. That gives me life. So rejuvenation yeah. is life-giving, uh, and rest in and of itself is just a physical absence of doing things.
0: Yeah, and so when you look at the difference between those, one of those is actually an active, right? Right. Mm-hmm. one of those is inactive. An and I think one of the things if we're just going to concentrate on the rest, on the physical renewal, and I'll also throw into that like we'll we'll say a lot of times like we'll use the phrase, I don't know if you've heard this, brain rest, mm-hmm. which actually comes a little bit from from the medical world of like when somebody experiences like a, a traumatic brain injury, like a concussion or something, they'll be put on brain rest where in some extreme cases, you can't watch a screen, you can't listen mm. to music, you're not doing anything to stimulate the brain while it heals. But the way that applies to the average person is a lot of times you might be physically sitting down, sleeping, doing whatever, but your brain is stressed out. Mm. And so there was a few years ago, I actually dove into, okay, what does what what do you do for your brain to rest? Like for your brain to like completely stop? And it was very interesting because... One of the things it said stay away from was screens. Mm-hmm. It said like watching TV, uh, watching a show, whatever, actually puts your brain in a middle state between rest and active. Mm. And they said brain rest is actually when you focus intently on one thing. So they referenced drawing. They referenced reading a book. They referenced mm. um, maybe even playing music on a, on, on an instrument to where your brain is solely focused on one thing, and that adds to that rejuvenation that allows your brain Mm, to rest. And so there's a physical, and then we can also dive into, which we're going here just in a minute as we talk about rest, into the spiritual, Mm -hmm. because that's really what drove this whole topic. Like when you think about the days of creation, God, who is infinitely powerful, can do anything, creates the world, and then we see on the seventh day he rests. He takes a day off. He 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 takes he yeah, is that is that takes a day off? I guess. Is yes. that celebrate what yeah. he's done? Yeah. But here's what's interesting, as you keep reading through scripture, that rest shows up again, and where it shows up is at Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. when God is giving the nation of Israel the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And one of the commandments is a Sabbath day mm-hmm. to rest and to honor God. And so it's it's a spiritual rest. It's also a non work rest. And why that's such a big deal to those people at that time is because they just came from Egypt where literally there was no yearly rhythm or rest or weekly rhythm or rest. Mm -hmm. And so they, every day, sun up, you go work. Sun down, you come home, you eat, you go to sleep. Sun up, eat, work, eat, sleep. Every single day. That's all you did. And so when he's sitting there giving them this day of rest a week where he can be their God and they can be his people... It has a huge meaning. Mm-hmm. It has a huge meaning, and so that's when we begin to talk about that spiritual rest. Because here's what I've found: for me, I can physically rest mm-hmm. and I can mentally rest, but what really refills the tank is when I'm in a rhythm of spiritual rest. Mm-hmm. Because I find out there, I find there is a lot of tension within me, and I almost will say, I will carry tension. If things are not good between me and God, yeah, until they're good, and I almost can't get to a point of rest.
1: Yeah, and I think part of why that is so satisfying—that spiritual rest—to um, take it a little deeper is because it's it's a proclamation of trust in the Lord. For me to be, for me to stop doing work and for me to stop thinking means I'm not trying to worry about how to make ends meet or be in control or to get things done. It is going. Man, there might be work that needs to be done, but God's commanded me to rest, and He's gonna take care of me, and I'm gonna rest and leave it in His hands, and we'll pick it up the next day. And so I think that's why that is so needed and satisfying in us, is because it's not just a rest. It is a proclamation of surrender and a proclamation of trust in the Lord that He will make things happen.
0: Oh, why do you have to put it in a trust sense? <laughs> right? Like that that one's that's the one that's abrasive to me. Like right then it's like You know, as a as a believer, as a Christian, you want to sit there and you want to talk about, "Well, do you trust God?" Yeah, like you can't say no to that question, right? Yeah, like it's it's an impossible no, right? But then you do a self analysis of, "Okay, demonstrate it by your actions." Yeah. (laughs) And rest is an act of trust. Yeah, that's really really tough. Like that that's abrasive to I guess it's my sinful nature within me to my to my ego that, no, if I'm not doing the work, it's not going to get done, and we're not going to get there. Well, there's an aspect where God is the one that grants you success. That's right. And we as humans want to feel like we're the ones that are in control, but He's the one that's in that's control. That's absolutely and right. And so, man, why do you why do you have to put it on a trust level?
1: Hey, you know, that's, we, that's what it is. We got to we got to trust Him. That is that is tough. But
0: so if we bring this full circle, really, what we're looking at and what we're talking about this week is with this idea of rest, we can say this. If you're not planning to rest, mm-hmm. then it just happens to you and you crash, and it doesn't become at that point a, seri- a, a, a sequence in life where you're re- where you're rejuvenating, where you're physically resting, emotionally resting, mentally resting, and spiritually relying on God, so that you can jump back in and be as productive as you can. At that point, you're just operating on survival, mm-hmm. like you're in a state of survival where your body is running, basically. Adrenaline, 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 until the adrenaline shuts off, your body crashes. And then every time you come back, it's like a little bit weaker and a little bit weaker. Yeah. And you just end up being tired. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think me and Justin have even said, you know, like we, we've mentioned this in the last... I'm, I'm thinking of this right, like right off the cuff. <laughs> I'm thinking of how often we use the word of, man, I'm just tired. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this is one of those like where uh, I think me and Justin are talking to ourselves. So if nobody listens to this and me and him are just realizing... <laughs> Oh man, we should we should we should do more than just like diagram the out. We should apply it, right? Yeah. But I sit there. I think that's it. Like right now, I feel like me and him are trying to convince ourselves. Maybe, maybe this podcast is reversed this week.
1: Yeah. Maybe this week we need to listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> no, no, we're audibly processing yeah. the reality that like we're coming up. It's going to be the week after Christmas. Mm. We're going to have a few days to rest mm-hmm. because we're not meeting the next Sunday. And you and me are giving ourselves permission. Yeah. <laughs> that is what's happening right now. Yeah. Okay. So if you listen to this, just know this is a inside conversation yeah. of two pastors who are having convinced themselves that they've earned the right to rest because yeah. they talked about it yeah. on a on a 15, 20 minute yeah. podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and two and, and you bring up an interesting point, like we feel like we have to earn the right to rest. But we've been given that as an example and as a commandment from from God Himself to go. This He's you said it earlier. He's infinitely has all the energy that he could ever need to do whatever he wants, and he rested. And so, why do we, as not just pastors, but people, regardless of our job, stay-at-home moms? I'm looking at you. Why do you feel like you have to have permission to rest? You know, like why does it? Let's just understand. That it's biblical and it's godly to rest, and not just mm. and not just crash. Just hear me don't hear, don't hear me say like get to a point of just super frustration and crash and crashing. Even though that happens, but like resting in the Lord, trusting in Him, knowing that He's the one that brings our success, like Matt said, and that physically, mentally, emotionally, we need to take a break and we need to rest. Let's do it. Let's rest. You know. Are you telling me let's rest? Yeah, we're going to put on some soft music here for the next 10 minutes and you're just going to hear me and Matt
0: rest. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I will be on the couch and Justin will be in the fetal position on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And you will hear some some light techno relaxation music. Techno, okay. No, that's what uh, like like my, my my wife and I that's what will uh it's relaxing electro it's some some playlist on Amazon. Okay. I like, have to listen to it. Chill relaxing electronic vintage chill electronic is what it is. Wow. Okay. It's di- it's deep. We're You're taking doing, a we're, we're taking du- a hard left here. Right? I'm trying to give myself permission to rest <laughs> yeah. by telling other people to rest on a podcast. Is that what's happening? Sounds like it. All right, so what's what's the plan then? Like we were sitting here with this punchline that was going to be, you know, if you don't plan to rest, rest is going to happen to you and it's not real productive rejuvenating rest. Mm-hmm. It's basically survival. Mm-hmm. And we had this concept of an hour a day, one day a week, and one weekend a year. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing we wanted to throw on that, and this was this was gonna get interesting and personal here in a minute, is this is not a vacation with your family. Mm-mm. Not a vacation with your family. If you have small children, you know that those are joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are not restful.
1: You need a vacation from your vacation.
0: Vacation from your vacation. So we're not talking about um, necessarily like you're gonna plan a trip and go. We're talking about legitimately one hour a day, one day a week, one weekend a year, where you make the time, plan the time for you to rejuvenate, yeah. for you to have a spiritual rest. And one thing I mentioned that I always struggled with, I struggle with selfish rest mm. apart from spiritual rest. So I might say, Hey, this, this this Friday, which is which is my day off, when kids are gonna be at school, Brittany's gonna be at school. I'm going to rest and a lot of times it'll end up being what I call selfish rest, which is when I fall on the couch, I order three large pizzas, not quite quite that many, no, (laughs) but I order a pizza, I sit on the couch for like four hours, uh, pick out, blank my mind out and just kind of sit there in like that twilight euphoria of watching like a, like a, like a trilogy of some type of movie. Maybe Twilight. Maybe. Not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> definitely definitely not Twilight. No. Just no. All right. Um, if you like Twilight out there, I, I never mind. We're not even going that route. The book review mm-hmm. podcast will be next. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'll get to that point where I'll be selfish with my rest mm-hmm. to where it's like you're almost like, and I don't mean this just in an edgy way, like you're gluttonous. Mm-hmm. Like you eat your emotions mm-hmm. or you... Veg out your emotions, mm-hmm. or you or you do whatever, what, and, and it just becomes this selfish rest that gets really unproductive because you just feel miserable the next day. Yeah, and yet yeah, it might be a little bit of a physical rest; your body might recover depending on how much pizza you eat, and it might unrecover. Yeah, but it also has to be that personal rest. And so, as we talk about that resting one hour a day, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that look like if we're going to rest one hour a day? Pop quiz, Justin didn't know it was coming. Yeah.
1: What does resting one hour a day look like? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that can mean, again, not, not your sleeping time, but I think that can mean, hey, I'm going to uh, take a walk around the neighborhood. You know, I'm going to, um, and maybe that's one day a week, I, I don't know, but just taking an hour, letting work troubles, home troubles, whatever may be on your mind, just let those go away. Focus on the Lord, focus on His goodness, um, focus on... On just maybe nothing. Just try to clear your mind. And just give yourself permission for that hour to go, I'm just going to be in this moment for this hour. And that's it. I'm not going to worry about how to make ends meet on different things. I'm just going to be in this moment. So my my wife, I have observed this of her.
0: She has a crazy rest schedule. Because she gets her one hour a day first thing in the morning. Oh, wow. Okay, so like let's let's wreck this whole understanding of rest really quick, right? Because yeah. Monday morning, okay, because we're recording this on a Monday. Monday morning, this morning, um, I woke up at four thirty randomly. Okay, her, you? Her, 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 yeah. So it was it was great. No, her alarm went off at five, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get up. Okay, normally her rhythm is is she wakes up at five, and from about five fifteen until six. She will go sit in her chair, which is designated her chair. Nobody else is allowed to touch it. In the den, she will do her quiet time, play some relaxing music, and spend time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then just, just, once she's done with that, she will literally just sit there and just kind of like, let the day come to her type deal. And then at 6, she goes downstairs to work out. She's back upstairs by 6.30 and then deals with the rest of the, the other three of us in the house. Yeah.
1: And so her rest schedule, that one hour day is first thing yeah and it sounds that sounds very much like rejuvenation for her too right, right. like that that may be a uh, an hour of rest but within that she is rejuvenating. she is feeling great. she's allowing herself to get to a place where the rest of the day can happen. And I wanted to say too, that rejuvenation I won't say it never happens. But I would say it typically probably will not happen unless you're just rested, unless you're physically rested. Mm. You're not going to get to a place of rejuvenation because if you're just if you're just trying to catch Z's whenever you can and rest whenever you can, you're not thinking about oh how can I go and just have this hour to listen to soft music and just be right. or do what I need to do. That, that you're just trying to survive, and so. You're not going to get to that place of rejuvenation if you're not at that place of just physical rest.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that strikes something with me because there's been there there are times when my devotional quiet time, my time with God, mm-hmm. are not like like they're they're almost non productive because I'm just so fried. Mm. And so it's almost like I've got to go and get that rest so that I can have that level of engagement. Yeah. But for me, for me, when if I look at my hour of rest the way it happens when it's happening in a healthy way, um, mine's broken up into about two 30 minute segments. And legitimately, well, there'll be about 30 minutes while I'm at work where I just have to be quiet. And I can be there and I can just be like, I can even be like making a list. It can be whatever it is. But I have to get by myself with nobody talking, no interruption for about 30 minutes. And then the same thing happens while I'm at home. And so I might go to another room in the house. There's been times I've just gone upstairs and just like laid down on my bed for 30 minutes. Um, And that's something I learned from doing like personality profile tests. Like one of the things that one of them randomly recommended is make sure you have time to just think and process with no agenda. And I've realized that that really becomes my mental and somewhat physical rest that allows me to be more productive with my day. And so it looks different for everybody, but when we talk about that one hour a day... That's the one that I that I put up there on the board as one of those things that's hard to comprehend how that works. Mm-hmm. Because what does everybody want to say when you say, hey, just take one hour a day? I don't have an hour in the day. Right. Well, here's the deal. If you don't make time to rest, that's right. rest is going to happen to you in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. So that's our encouragement for you. We would like to end this podcast in the year 2020 by saying go and find a way to rest. And not just rest, but refuel not sure. refuel rejuvenate, rejuvenate yeah. there it is and rejuvenate and just spend some time with God and we will be back in January of next year uh, we look forward to seeing you we look forward to hearing from you we got a couple emails and would love to get some more you can write to matt or justin at richfork.com excuse me that's matt at richfork.com or the other email address <laughs> justin at richfork.com yeah. if
1: you send it to matt or justin at richfork it's going to get cancelled out
0: yeah and, and that that's one of the creepiest email addresses I've yeah. ever heard so Thanks for listening, and we will see you next year.